Jamie Loftus's work takes her in a lot of unusual directions. Yeah, I, I just finished my next thing. It's not a podcast. I wrote my first book, and it's all about hot dogs. Um, hey! <laughs> Besides books about hot dogs, Jamie does make podcasts, uh, a fair number of them, actually. She made one about joining the weird world of Mensa, the high IQ society. I've always had smarts from the start. I'm not gonna hold it against you. Like some people Mensa. And then there's ACCAST the one she did about the comic strip Kathy. Hi, my name is Jamie Loftus, and I have read every single Kathy comic. And I have some thoughts. But the reason I am talking to Jamie today is because her newest podcast kind of crashed our worlds into each other. Unusual people, unusual places. Her newest podcast is all about a small town in central Florida, a town that's one of the last great bastions of a Victorian-era religion called spiritualism. She calls the show Ghost Church. Ooh, name of the show already, getting spicy. So today, I am talking with Jamie Loftus, and we're heading down to Central Florida to learn about Casadega, about spiritualism, and about what drew Jamie to this place. It wasn't my goal going in to say if what they were doing was real or not, because it's sort of... That just wasn't the question that I had. More from Jamie and the Ghost Church after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Maybe you could talk about what Casadega, Florida is. Casadega, Florida is an American spiritualist community about a half hour outside of Orlando. It's existed since the late 19th century. It's kind of the, uh, like many places in central Florida, it's kind of like the full year retirement roost of the spiritualism community. But it's a place where you uh, go to speak to your dead. And it's a place where a group of mediums live and share their gifts with people who come through. I don't want to spend crazy long on this, but it's helpful background. So consider this my 
speedrun of the history of spiritualism. Back in the mid-1800s in upstate New York, a new kind of religion was born, built around this idea that it is possible to communicate with the dead. Spiritualists believe that when we die, our souls, our spirits, become part of a sort of spirit world, and that we can talk with them through living people called mediums. This is what you're seeing in a seance, for example. It also involved lots of cool, spooky stuff, like sudden knocking sounds and tables moving around and ectoplasm, kind of spiritual goo. I I can't get into it. There's a Wikipedia article. Now, a lot of people, even back then, thought it was a scam. And some of it definitely was. But there were also lots of true believers. And it got really popular after the Civil War when so many people had lost loved ones that they just wanted to connect with. Thomas Edison, Queen Victoria, Arthur Conan Doyle, they were all really interested in spiritualism for various reasons. In fact, in 1879, there were as many as 8 million spiritualists in the U.S. and the U.K. There are not nearly as many today. But there are still some, including a few towns, where it still thrives. Like, for example, Casadega, Florida, which is exactly where Jamie went for her new show. And so how did you first hear about it? And what was it that grabbed your interest about it? Uh, For Casadega, honestly, like, and I didn't even admit this in the show I made about it because I was just like, this is embarrassing. But it's from a Bright Eyes album that I listened to in high school. (laughs) Um, Wait, it's like in the lyrics? They have an album called Casadega. And it was like the my first Bright Eyes album was like a cool girl who I like had this. I just was like obsessed with her in high school. And she was like, have you heard of this? And like she told me about two things that haunt me to this day, which are Casadega, the Bright Eyes album and Twitter. And like, yeah, I loved the album. I loved being sad in high school. So Bright Eyes was great for me. Yeah, the The lyrics are all very vague. I would guess that they like went there for a day or so. And they're like, yeah, the dead. It makes you think. (laughs) This was not Jamie's first encounter with the weird and mystical. Far from it. Jamie grew up a kind of quasi-Catholic. But off to the side, whispering from amongst the crystals and incense were her Aunt Kathy and Uncle Dennis, who makes a great Boston-accented appearance in Ghost Church. Uh, For those that believe, no proof is necessary. For those that don't, no proof is sufficient. I can't make you believe something you don't want to believe. I can only tell you my experience. This is my Uncle Dennis, the medium. My My uncle owned a New Age shop in Plymouth, Mass. And so they had crystals. They had uh, spell kits that I was not allowed to have those. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, lotions and potions, baby. Yeah, there is, yeah. you know, cards, crystals, uh, oils, all, all that good stuff. A lot of velvet, uh, yeah. a lot of velvet texture. And I think what like drew me to it outside of like the aesthetics of like wizards, which was great. Um, it was like, it, it felt like, they asked me about myself and like when you get a tarot reading like one of the first questions they ask is like well what's on your mind like what do you want to know more about and Mm -hmm. it was i think when i was a kid it was just like well no one ever asks me that (laughs) that's so crazy and and now there's like some magical component um 
to it as well. I just, I, I really loved them and I loved um, that they were a part of this movement that felt like took me seriously as a kid. Jamie grew up and never really lost that mystical interest. And during the pandemic, she also started to notice more and more people taking an interest in astrology and mysticism and spiritualism. I mean, she lives in Los Angeles, so, you know. But still, there was a resonance. And what I learned about spiritualism is, like, it tends to pop off during times of great distress and a lot of (laughs) death and suffering. And so it, unfortunately, like, it did kind of make sense that it was making some level of resurgence during a pandemic. I also just, like, wanted to know about how that affects a medium and a community when all of a sudden, you know, this... uh, And, you know, plenty of people still make fun of it and you know there's a plenty of detractors and it's not like it's now widely accepted again but how does that like affect you and all of a sudden people are like oh i i wouldn't have believed this two years ago but i really want to make contact now so it does take a lot to convince me to go to central florida (laughs) (laughs) jamie arrived in casadega ready to dive in the town was kind of half new england ghost vibes and half Floridian swamp alligators. It does feel very um, Northeastern Victorian Hmm. era plopped in the middle of Florida. While she was in Casadega, Jamie tried just about everything she could to get the full experience, including attending one of the truly old-school spiritualist classics, a table turning. Think like like a Ouija board, only a lot bigger. Here she is recounting that experience in her podcast. Okay, let's go. Oh, this table? Yeah, it's made with the house of George Colby, the man who founded Casadega. Yes, of course his house burned down. And of course we retrofitted the banister into a table. What question could you possibly have? It's your turn. We hope you thought about who you wanted to hear from from the great beyond before you arrived. Wait, is this, is this a class where they teach you how to do it like I don't like or like you're just doing it you're just you're doing just it just okay. doing it like Got it. I, I thought what you thought and I was like surely there's going to be a disclaimer at the top like we're going to like or like just like an explanation of what's going to happen yeah but there's not it's just like two mediums and then a circle full of 30 people only of like five of which know what what is happening <laughs> going on <laughs> And then they're like, all right, we need six people up. It felt like an improv class where not like in in the kind of existential stress it was causing in yeah. me, not in what was happening. <laughs> and each experience, whether she bought into it or not, gave Jamie a kind of insight into the community and the meaning that people in Casadega took from spiritualism itself. I was participating in everything. I I got readings. I went to every service available. I went to um, all of the, you know, camp sanctioned grounds and parks. I also went to the places that were like the official members of the camp are like, that's kind of bullshit. I'm like, well, I'm going to go anyways and just and, and just verify that and see what see what I think. There was just one big problem, at least at first, no one would actually talk to her. When I became more acquainted with the history of spiritualism, it's just like marked constantly with like exposés and detractors yeah. and mockery and just all this stuff. So um, 
you know, like Jamie's little podcast coming to town is maybe not great news for them. I mean, like on a personal level, I was uh, afraid I would not make a single friend or ally (laughs) in the community because my understanding was that people weren't really supposed to talk to me Mm. and they kind of didn't. And I started to feel like I was losing my mind. Um, That's like a weirdly spooky experience to go to a place where like it's all about people communicating with the dead, but they're not communicating with you. So you're like... Well, but I'm not approved. Th- yeah, so right. It's yeah. Like, so I could get readings and I could, I mean, it wasn't that they weren't welcoming. It was just like, I think everyone was like, you know, we're just not sold on this person yeah. yet. Do you think uh, being a comedian made it harder? Because they were like, oh, cool. Like a comedian's <laughs> coming to do like a piece on us. Like that's going to be, you know. Yeah. Being a comedian always makes it harder. But that is, <laughs> that's my lot in life. Eventually, though, despite being a comedian, Jamie did breakthrough. I did end up making a friend with this very sweet person who took me out to dinner and we just like talked for hours. And it was so such a relief and just kind of reminded me why people are attracted to movements like this, because it was just like a long weird conversation about spirituality and each other's lives and and all this stuff. Lots of Jamie's projects are like this. They start with things that could easily just be a joke, an opportunity for a comedian to poke fun at people. You know, people who pride themselves on taking a test that lets them be part of Mensa or who talk to ghosts. But instead, they end up being these lovely glimpses into people's inner lives and their complicated nature. Most of Jamie's projects don't really end with a punchline, but a kind of question mark. Yeah, I feel like I'm still sorting through. I'm like, where did I land? And it's, uh, (laughs) I'm not totally sure. People come to Casadega for all sorts of reasons. Some people come to spiritualism from other faiths, Catholics, Baptists. Some don't have relationships with their families, and they come for a sense of community. Others just want to hear from somebody that they loved. You know, you have people who maybe wouldn't normally go to a place like this, but are trying to get in touch with someone very specific and get some closure or some contact about whatever it is. There was a moment where there was just a very, very specific message from my grandma that, you know, I went in, I I tried to go in with an appropriate amount of skepticism as well. And like, I understand the... uh, the method of like hot reading and cold reading. I'm not a difficult person to Google. Uh, <laughs> I compulsively talk about myself all the time. So it's like, but but what she brought in was just a very, very specific detail about like something my grandma used to wear to church that looked in a very specific way that like I never have gone on the public record talking about because why would you? Yeah. And, you know, she had like a very specific message for my dad to like pass along to him. And so it felt very special to receive something like that and be able to give it to my dad who, and this is like, who was very skeptical in this stuff until he lost both of his parents. And so I was like, you know, I know that this like, isn't your thing, but I heard this today and they described the scarf like kind of perfectly. And like, here it is. And it really like hit for him and it was special to me that he was he was open to having that conversation um so that was really cool 
Jamie says she's still processing how she feels about it all, what she believes. But when you listen to Ghost Church, that question, you know, are, are, are ghosts real? It's not really the thing. Instead, it's a portrait of what faith can mean to the living. It just started storming so incredibly during this interview, and it's like crashing no. thunder outside. It's really like appropriate vibes. I was like, the ghosts. The ghosts are here. They hear what we're talking about, and they have something to say. Obviously, go take a listen to Jamie Loftus's new podcast, Ghost Church. And thank you, Jamie, for coming on and talking to us about the show. Tomorrow, Halloween week continues here at Atlas Obscura. And we're staying on that ghosty spiritualist beat with a story about Harry Houdini and his quest to return from the dead. So uh, if you want to learn more about spiritualism, check out that episode, or you can check out our visit to another one of America's great spiritualist towns with our episode on Lilydale, New York. There's a link in the show notes. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Sarah Wyman. It was edited by Gianna Palmer. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris. Stay with us. Stay spooky. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 